Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Live Lucky podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the two most powerful words in our lives. So what two words influence everything about you? How you act, how you feel, how you think, how you relate to others, who you marry, what job you take, even how far you go in life. I imagine people would think the two most powerful words are yes and no. Now, of course, these are powerful words, and they too shape our lives. But the two most powerful words in our lives are, I am. Those two words dictate our yes and our no. So, for example, if you believe yourself to be loving, or another way of saying this is, I am loving, you will filter everything you do through this I am statement or belief. So last night as I was getting ready for this podcast, I asked my 21-year-old son what he thought the two most powerful words in our lives are. And so he said, reliability and honesty. Now these are great words, just like yes and no. But what he was really saying was, I am reliable and I am honest. And these two important I am beliefs he has because they influence these types of behaviors that he wants and generate a certain possibility of lifestyles. So I am proud of these two I am statements that my son has adopted. You know, he's both honest and reliable. Now, what if we look at I am beliefs that are not very helpful? You know, as a therapist who works with kiddos from two years old All the way up to elderly, one of the most common I am statements that damages lives is, I am not good enough. Now notice that I did say that they were clients in my counseling practice, but this pervasive, unhelpful belief shows its ugly face with almost everyone who seeks mental health care. Think about how filtering life through the belief of I am not good enough, affects a person's thoughts, emotions, behaviors, relationships, and even future choices. One end of the spectrum is depression. You see little hope in trying anything different. You feel helpless to get out of the pit you're in. Even though you want a better life, it seems completely out of reach. You know, instead of attracting individuals that are positive and encouraging, you know, this seems to grade at you in a way that makes no sense. So you end up hanging out with other individuals who are at the same end of the spectrum because at least they understand you, right? (laughs) So your choices continue to support this way of experiencing life, which reinforces the fact that life is hopeless, right? So on the other end of the spectrum, filtering life through I am not good enough creates anxiety, 
you do see hope in trying, but each choice you make is also terrifying because everything you do is ridden with the fear that you will fail or others will find out that you are actually a fraud. It is pretty easy to see that either end of the spectrum and actually every place in between is not a life that most would wish for. So where do I am beliefs like I am not good enough and others like that start? They usually start at an early age as a result of the strategies we create to get our needs met in our families. Then they may shift as we begin seeing our peers as more important influences in our lives. And then typically it'll shift to our significant others or our best friends as adults. Now with all of them, they start with emotion though. Because in the end, all of our needs really are emotional. I mean, think about this. We want to feel a certain way. So we eat food so that we can feel energetic or have a certain feeling from the taste we get. We make money for the feeling of security and safety or the feeling that we actually are good enough based on our definition of success. If we don't take the time to assess our beliefs and, and the feelings we have and then challenge these I am statements, we have, you know, we, we go through life in the role of a victim. Everything in life happens to us. We base everything about ourselves on how we are viewed by others and what people think about us. If you have 10 people in your life, you will have 10 different ways people think you should be. I mean, that is a lot of pressure to live up to and a lot of people to please just so you can feel good enough. It's so interesting. Like I said, we usually create this other, these and other damaging beliefs when we're extremely young. So let me ask you, would you ask a five-year-old what to think and how to live life? I mean, probably not, right? I mean, the immature child version of ourselves is where identity begins, but hopefully not where it stays. I mean, here's the other truth. I don't know you. I don't know what you've gone through. I mean, the influences you've had, the difficulties you have experienced. So please receive this message in love and not judgment. Because the truth is, I know that you are good enough. Life can be different for you. And we will get you from who you are to who you want to be. You can begin by recognizing the box that your I am statements have created. Notice how these I am statements have limited you. And then use that as fuel to spend some time this week contemplating these ideas or bring it into a conversation with people you trust. You may be listening to this in the car, on a walk, while you're cleaning, but just take a moment to make a plan as to when you will digest this material. I mean, it is a lot. I'm inviting you to step into I am courageous and face what you need to face. It may be ugly, and that's okay. I imagine you saying, you don't know the monsters in my closet. <laughs> and you're right, I don't. 
What I do know is that you are already... What I do know is that you already know what will happen if you don't do anything about this. Nothing. Nothing will change. I'm about ready to give a spoiler for Spider-Man No Way Home, that movie. So if you haven't seen it and you want to, cover your ears for a second. So at the end of the movie, May Parker had a powerful statement on her gravestone. It says, when you help someone, you help everyone. Now this is an incredible truth. So back in 2010, truth is I was not in a good place in my marriage as a father, as a store manager, I mean, a bunch of different areas of life. And that's when I decided to go back to school for my master's in professional counseling. We all go into counseling for some reason. (laughs) But through the next few years, I had to face some ugly pieces of myself, like the belief that I am not good enough. I'll never forget just weeping to my therapist and my mentor at the time that I was just a disappointment. I mean, facing that actually allowed me to begin changing it. It wasn't true. And now I know who I am. And my mission is to allow others to step into who they want to be, just like I have. What I'm saying is that you've, that I've been there and I get you. Okay, I can get you to that future part of yourself that you only hope exists. But guess what? They do exist. So how do these two words, I am, help you live lucky? (laughs) Well, there's a lot more to it than just one episode of a podcast. But just embrace that this is just a place in your journey. Just one place. And we will get you there. In the intro, you may have noticed that I said this podcast is to live and lead lucky. So how do these two words, I am, help you lead lucky? Your leadership is defined by your I am statements as well. I mean, as a leader, it is even more important to address these beliefs because you're affecting a a team which influences customers and, and the community and even beyond, right? I mean, I know this is a lot of responsibility. So I'm just hoping that you take May Parker's quote to heart and spend some time this week with yourself. We need to recognize that living lucky, it's not living alone, guys. So first, tell a friend this week about the podcast. Allow them to listen to it and then have a deep conversation with them about I am and what, how the roles they're playing in your lives. It may be a time that you will cherish for years to come. And the second thing is, connect with us and let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, let us know on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I mean, all the links are in the notes. But in closing, let's be real for a second. Humans don't multitask well. (laughs) Even if you think you do, it's really not a helpful strategy. So, what is one thing you will take away from this episode today. What will you do? Who will you love more deeply this week? And how will you embrace wisdom in a new and refreshing way? Let these questions guide you this week 
and I will look forward to discussing more about Living Lucky next time when we talk about what actually is Living Lucky. Until then, I just encourage you to take one step towards that lucky life.